Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Welcome to my Hope for the Holidays 20 and 2020. That is 20 days of life coaching tips, encouragement, and Christmas messages to give you hope and to motivate you into the next year. So the question for today is, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? as you enter 2021. Now, I always get a little frustrated because we hear the same thing year in and year out. What are your goals? What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, I think our brains crave novelty, which is a scientific fact. So sometimes we need to hear the same question, but worded differently. So who do you want to be as you start the new year? What I'd like to do is to incorporate the counseling paradigm of the biopsychosocio-spiritual model. And I love this because it actually breaks down into segments and compartments the totality of who we are. Interestingly enough, if you do a scripture study, you will find that the Bible does the same thing. Matthew 22:37, Luke 10:27, Mark 12:30-31, Deuteronomy 6:5 and Deuteronomy 10:12 all speak to the different parts of who we are that make up the totality of who we are. Our heart, soul, mind, strength and body. It's in this particular framework that I do believe that counseling and scripture overlap and do not fight with each other. So we are works in progress. This is also backed up by scripture. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, we are told that we are being transformed from one degree to another, which means we are works in progress um, while we still have our earthly existence until God calls us home which also means our goal should never be perfection. Our goal should never be perfection, just progress. So I want you to think about realistic steps of growth and progress in your own life as I talk about the four categories. And then I want you to be specific and be thinking about how you can take those steps toward becoming a better you. So for the bio, psycho, socio, spiritual model, the first part is bio, which refers to our biological, physical beings. What would it mean for you to take a step of improvement in your physical health this next calendar year? Would it be more sleep? How about incorporating activity? What about you need to make some changes or some swaps in your diet and nutrition? Remember, your body is the temple of God, and there's only one of you. So you are responsible for its care and its nurture. So what would it be like for you to take some realistic steps toward betterment in your physical health? What would it look like? And be specific. Secondly, the biopsychosocio-spiritual model talks about the psychological part of who we are. On a scale of one to five, with one being 
very bad, and five being very good, how would you rate your thought life? Do your thought thoughts work for you or do they work against you? Now keep in mind, I'm not referring to outlier situations um, and severe um, mental health issues with this question. I realize that there are outlier uh, situations um, and that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the pretty much everyday functioning adult. Do your thoughts work for you or do they work against you? Chances are if they're working against you, then there are some red flags in your processing and in your thinking. So I would encourage you, if you really think that your thought life is working against you, maybe a realistic goal or an action step that would be beneficial to your psychological health would be to seek out someone who has an objective view who can guide you in this direction. That could be a life coach, a licensed therapist, perhaps a a pastor of some kind, but you do have options and you can take steps to improve your thought life. Keep in mind that your thought life does either work for you or against you. So when you answer this question, think about what you may need to start the new year. For the bio-psycho-socio-spiritual model again, we come upon the sociological part, that is the relationships in our life. Now keep in mind, you can only control what you do in your relationships. You cannot control what other people do or do not do. But are there some changes that you can make in how you relate to the people in your life? This could be your spouse, your coworkers, your friends, What about your children, regardless of their age, even if they're adults? Do you need to make improvements, and what would they be? This is where you need to let blame uh, and unforgiveness go out the window. Perhaps you need to process those things, so by all means, uh, get a professional to help you do that. But it's you making changes about how you relate to other people. Now, we know these people, don't we? The people who are always causing conflict, causing strife, causing arguments. Nobody wants to be around those people, let alone have relationships with them. Um, And that's a red flag for sure. If you know someone whose relationships seem to be just dropping by the wayside, that ought to tell you about who they are in terms of how they relate to other people and how they nurture their relationships and the people in their life. So again, ask yourself, What do I need to do differently to have a more favorable impression on those around me? What do I need to do differently to have a more favorable impression on those around me? You know, we don't have to look far, but a great example is that wonderful story, A Christmas Carol. We know the story and we know how it ends, but that's my case in point. Look at the change of what happened to the main character and how that had such a positive influence on the people in his life. So what do you need to do to make improvements with the people in your life and in your realms of influence and impact? And lastly, the spiritual part of who you are. Well, some people will say, well, I'm not spiritual. 
Well, guess what? We all worship something or someone. And so I encourage you to take an honest look at yourself. What do you hold in high regard that really has too much of a place in your life? Now, it could be your children. It could be performance. It could be a lot of things. But specifically here, I'm talking about your relationship with your Creator. Not what you do in terms of your performance for Him. I'm talking about your intimacy and your knowledge of who He is in your life. What is a realistic step that you could take to draw closer to God? Think about these specific things in all four of these categories in your life. No, this is not an all-inclusive list by any means, but hopefully it will get you started as you think about the new year and who you want to become. Of course, we all want to be better versions of who we are. So ask yourself, what steps can I take to become a better version of myself? If you have any questions, please email me at hopeunveiled at gmail. And if there's something specific you'd like me to address in a future podcast, I'd be more than happy to do that. Until tomorrow, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled Hope for the Holidays podcast.